Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. This is your total blind spot, by the way, for Blank and Big. This is this 10-year where we have totally different What were you doing? Uh, he was young. At this time. Oh, okay. yeah. So yeah. you're what? Now I regret asking. 86, I was four years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's four years old. Four years old. Yeah. But I read a lot of variety at four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I don't yeah, believe that either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I read a lot of variety at four. Mark Blankenbaker read War and Peace at four years old. Everyone should know that. He's the smartest. He's very well he's read. He's, re- he's reading Shakespeare. He wrote a dissertation <laughs> on Francis Bacon actually being Shakespeare. That's what he did yeah, at four years old. A he's, prodigy. He's a, he's a child prodigy. If That's, you will. Yeah, and, 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 and an adult prodigy. Gifted radio program. <laughs> it's the roundtable here on ESPN 680-1057. And it's Rulo with me, James Black, Jack Rolsman. Five o'clock tonight, Raising Cane's game plan ahead with the Raising Cane's mobile app or by ordering at RaisingCanes.com. We want to thank them for dropping lunch off today. Uh, so how about that? Also, uh, let's see what else. Oh, Louisville Basketball, the flagship station of the cars, 93.9 The Ville. Back in action again tomorrow at 7 p.m. as they take on Duke. The Alex White Network coverage begins at 5.30 p.m. And then after the broadcast, tune in to check out the Coors Light postgame show with Taylor Lynch. So there we go. All right. I, I was debating on whether – what do you want to do? do you, would you Would you rather Would you rather talk uh, John Shire, Kyle Filipowski, and Court Storming, or, or Indiana and Mike Woodson? Oh, John Shire. Okay, let's go. Let's, yeah. let's do that. I okay. love a choose-your-own-adventure. Okay, well, because I, I, I was debating on whether, but since Louisville plays Duke tomorrow, yeah. I think I think that would that would. There's fit. just so many avenues and branches to talk about it. Oh, there um, really is. Um, first of all. Of course it's Duke that gets the national discussion going. Yes. And of course they're like, oh, well, Filipowski's day-to-day. We don't know if he'll be okay. He had to sit out of practice. Like, maybe he did get hurt, but was really a kid storming the court? Was that more physical aggression than what you have in a game? Like, maybe it was the angle that he got hit. Who knows? Right. But, um... And also, this is the program where Grayson Allen's like tripping people and, and hitting people below the waist. So, yeah, save your tears for me, okay? Just right. Shire being up there and being like, it's just like unacceptable. It's like, okay, this has been going on forever. Um, also, Jay Billis's comments were absolutely hysterical in the memes they spawned. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He, he wants people to go to jail. Like everyone should be yeah. in prison. Get citations or go to jail or anything. Yeah. Oh, there's actually, we do have KP sound. Okay, let's do okay. this. KP sound on court storming from last night's coaches show. Go ahead, James. 
Coach, was a hot topic brewing in college basketball these days, and I uh, thought I'd get your take on it, and it's timely because uh, – it had a great. It had a bearing of some degree. We'll know later on your game tomorrow night with Kyle Filipowski's status unknown after being injured during uh, that now famous or infamous court storming yeah. at the end of the Wake Forest North Carolina game. Everybody has an opinion. I don't know what can be done specifically, but I'm I'm sure you've given it some thought. Any any ideas spring to mind that you could help us out here? Well, for me, when I I think about the situation, the first thing that comes to mind is protecting the opposing team um making sure that you get that team off the court before you storm the court um you don't want a situation where a group of people are running on the court and bumping into the opposing team and the guy's trying to protect himself he gets hurt or whatever punch is strong anything can happen all control is now lost when that goes on. Um, so to me, you want to protect the players. You want to protect the opposing team. You owe it to them to let them get off the court and then celebrate with your team. Um, that would be my first my first thing thought of it. I, I think everyone would agree with you. Uh, and, and the problem I don't think is necessarily with the teams and the coaches. It's how do you hold back thousands of kids who storm the floor when you've got maybe 10 security people there. I, I don't know. Well, you definitely <laughs> got to beef up security. Yeah. Um, and you got to make sure that nobody's allowed to get on that floor until the one group is mm-hmm. off the floor. Because um, that's dangerous. Injuries are going to happen in this, and I, I feel like they, they got to get somebody to get a handle on it. Well, um, it's a hot topic yeah. right now, Paul, and I just watched clips before coming on the show of the young lady that plays at Iowa. Yeah, Caitlin Clark when she yeah. she got hurt, mm-hmm. and I watched over and over again all day. They've been showing Filipowski. Um, you know, we got to protect these young people, these athletes that are performing, and allow them the respect to get off the court um, in a way where they're not being harmed or threatened, and then celebrate with your team then. <laughs> there you go. So KP's got the answers. Let's he go. Does. I love it. I, it it's like I, I was watching clips before the show of, of that young lady. It's <laughs> called watching film. Yes, he's watching film. He's been watching Kalapowski <laughs> all day. All right, James has one one more last one. It's talking about uh, Kenny Payne's scuffle in South Carolina as a player. I thought of something else. Actually, Zach reminded me of this. Uh, it wasn't a court storming per se, but you were involved in quite a hectic situation in a game at South Carolina a number of years ago. But that was more the fracas that broke out during the game, and yeah. then security became an issue there. Yeah, Zach was watching it on the, on his computer earlier. And saw me and Purvis trying to run up in the stands and grab a guy who punched one of our players and. Um, it was many moons ago. Many, many moons ago. KP did not want to talk about okay. that. How did he have that so readily available? <laughs> yeah, he's watched it on he his He watches com- that like every night. It's like on his face on his desktop. <laughs> he was watching it on his computer. <laughs> watches that once an hour. <laughs> KP just like walked in on the like, purpose just taking people out. This is swing. Hey. WWE. 
That's what that's what KP needs to do. He, he needs to get bring some of that up. back. Yeah, get pumped, KP. Let's Show a little do bit it. of that fire. Cut a promo. Absolutely. Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So this came from uh, uh, Big Cat uh, on Twitter. So it was really funny. <laughs> All right. This is this ties into this conversation. It says, "Man, I'm happy the college basketball media spent three days trying to get court storming banned because a Duke player lied. Thank you about an injury after a loss. He went from hurting his ankle to knee to, to no testing to." just a little sore the horror okay then he then he put the the article that he's talking about it says here uh duke center kyle filipowski avoided major injury but was still a little bit sore monday two days after a collision with a fan left him hobbled during a court storming incident following the blue devils loss to wake forest on saturday head coach john shire said the incident left filipowski sporting a bag of ice on his right knee after Wah. banging that leg into a leg of a fan running by him toward midcourt okay so first of all the stuff with filipowski is like it was definitely targeted it was definitely intentional Targeting. no it wasn't you could you could go again th- these people are so stupid they're, they're not they don't realize they're being filmed all the time yeah there are it's not just the tv cameras there are cell phone cameras cell going phones, everywhere every angle too. so if you go back and watch it it wasn't intentional at all so they're trying to say it was intentional he did it first yes Kyle Phillips, yeah. After the after it happened, he came out and was like, "I felt like it was intentional." And John, and John, the look on John Shire's face, and the, and the way that remember when Paul Pierce got carried off the court? Yes, remember that? Yes. it looked like that. It, it looked, yeah. it looked like. And we Phil, all know why. We all know why he got carried now. off the court. Now we know why. But it's because of an injury that he comes back out. Well, Philip has. I mean, the look on John Shire's face. Oh my God! My player. And sprint it out there and like it's just it makes me I said this yesterday and I'll say it again it makes me so happy Anna that 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 John Shire's finally done it he's finally united America against him against him and Duke because he's such like he he's so boring he sees a boring face he has a boring demeanor Even he has just- a boring voice everything about John Shire is boring Boring. Like I don't know how five star high caliber athletes like commit to him. His program is okay, yeah. and there's, he's like he's not exciting. At least Kyle Perry has something to sell with himself. Got like a little he, swag. Yeah, he got a little swag to him. He's he talk, he talk big. Uh-huh. He's got players he can he can try it out in front of all the time. Like John Shire's like nothing. Like no. he's like this beige wall. That's what he is. But he got he got all amped up. So Kyle Phillips is <laughs> fine. But we had to have Jay Bills want to lock people up. We had to have all these referendums on court storming, and it's like almost like we held tribunals. I know on court, like you know, who should go to jail for this? Jake Bills was trying to like call in ice. He was like, "We're going to look at <laughs> yeah. each one of you." No, John Shire just reminds me of like a fraternity guy, like going through rush. Like, could you imagine him recruiting? He's like, "Do you want to be in Lambda Chi?" Like, that's what he yeah, reminds you me of. Duke He's like, "Come on, Duke. yeah." Like even in his presser, uh, talking about that incident, he was like, "In like, it's just like so uncalled for." Like how yes, he said the way it was he just so right. <laughs> Like, I guess it's like very millennial, of which I am one. But it just right. it, it it just but you're me a professional bat. You're a professional basketball coach. Yeah, you shouldn't use the word like that much. It just something. It's like okay, boo hoo. Like this hasn't happened to other people. And I'm sorry, Philip. Like I think the thing that gets me the most is you don't experience more contact than that in a game or in practice. Right. This is a student. This is like probably a freshman running at you. Like, I understand you could hit the angle of your knee wrong, but like, is that really more contact than you get in a game situation? Well, and the contact was, again, Filipowski initiated the contact. I know. He stuck his foot out. Mm-hmm. This isn't, the, the, the kid didn't go at, here. here's the, the, the way they treated it when it first happened, and we didn't have the other footage. Yeah. It, 
they treated it like this kid went after Kyle Filipowski and, and ran into him. Yeah. And hit him and knocked him over and, and broke his ankle. Yeah. Or, or or tore his ACL or something like that. Yeah. And so then it was kind of, then, then on Twitter for a while, the mood was, oh man, this this could be bad. Mm-hmm. Kyle Filipowski could be really hurt here. Yeah. And court storming needs to be stopped because if it, it look, I get that, by the way. If, if, if there's an incident where a fan does attack a player. Because mm-hmm. we almost saw that. I talked about this yesterday, too. Remember when the Harrison Twins, the first year oh, they yeah. played at Arkansas, yeah. and the fan almost squared up with the Aaron Harrison, and Antigua <laughs> yeah. had to go in there and, like, hey, break it up. Hey, we got we got to go here. Yeah. So that, I'm not I'm not being incisive to the fact that these things could happen. Mm-hmm. What, I'm, what I'm trying to say here is the way that it was played up, was ridiculous because in hindsight when you go and look at it now it looks silly to behave that way because yeah. it was not it, it, it was presented to be serious injury fan went after him and that absolutely was not the case no and i think people lose respect for the argument like i think you're hurting your cause and the same thing like i love caitlin clark i i'm just in awe of her i think she's great if there's any people on this earth that i would be super starstruck to meet like she would be at the top of the list so I'd be like, oh, like I wouldn't be able to speak. I think she's amazing. But when that happened to her, I also don't feel like it was strictly the fan making contact. No, I think she, she, was she dramatic initiated contact and she initiated too. Contact. And she flopped. She flopped. We know now. Like she flopped. Taught, it's like there's maybe they're still in game mode and they're taught to just. I'm like, are they taught <laughs> right. to do this? If there's ever a court storming, but yeah, no, it changes your opinion, and I think it almost lessens the cause of taking it seriously when sure. you blow it out of proportion. It's like, okay, now you're just being dramatic about it. I think there are security risks, and I think it should be dealt with um, differently, but I hate especially that it's Duke, the whole crybaby. Like, you could have killed him. It's like, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. And you think if he had a serious injury, they wouldn't have come out remember with that how, already? Exactly. Remember how Kentucky fans were mocked after the IU court storming, and they were like, Darius Miller almost got trampled. Uh-huh. And oh, oh you up. big babies! Darius Miller well, almost did get trampled, and they celebrated that IU court storm because it, 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 it was it was Kentucky, Kentucky. it's Kentucky, but it happens to Duke. Oh my oh, God, no. we gotta stop this! Protect we gotta him. stop it! Protect him! Protect I just him. don't get it. Yeah. I just don't get it, and I just man, it's just so reminiscent of. Of Coach K being up there trying to lecture to lecture everybody, and you know you're the moral superiority, and you have the final say on the whole landscape and narrative of college basketball, yeah. what is good and what is acceptable, and it's that it's not a story until it happens. No, at Duke, absolutely. Okay, so I mean, as bad as Jay Bills's idea was, I think this was worse. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Alabama's athletic director Greg Byrne, he said this quote: "You have two kids run out there, no." But when you have sustained rush like that, just happened the other day at Wake, you lose the game, Byrne says. That will get people to stop. Kids aren't going to be in the stands saying, oh, I don't want to do this because the school's going to get fined $200,000, Byrne said. That doesn't enter their mindset. But if they knew the game that they had just been a part of, celebrated a great win that led to that, if they knew that they were going to lose that game immediately, that would stop them. So so instead of taking care of it to where and look, if they want to stop court storming, I'm fine with it. I, I don't I don't care. Yeah. If they want to stop court storming, fine. No skin off my teeth. I don't mm-hmm. care. I've never been a part of a court storm before. I know it's part of the culture of college basketball and, and college football and everything. Mm-hmm. 
Kentucky should never storm a court in basketball. They should never. Louisville should never storm a court in basketball, football. Different story. I get that, but never in basketball. So I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But but to to say okay, if you storm the court, we're going to punish the, the the players and the coach that had nothing to do with it and say they're going to lose games is is it, that's the worst thing. That, I'd rather have a, a, a an individual. Like, I understand. Okay, if you, if if you set the rule down and say if you storm the court, you you get a ticket or a fine or you go to jail. If that's the precedent, that's the precedent. Make them pay for Make it. Make them pay for it, not the players. Why, why are the players your... paying for their crimes of the student body? Like, that's not right. Or even the coach. It has implications on your coach, sure. on your record, on your tournament berth, on if you make the postseason. It can have yeah. so many far-reaching implications. Even coaches' bonuses, whatever. I don't like that's not the hot topic, but it, it just it's far-reaching the implications that it can have. Uh, and I don't think that's the right thing to do at all. But I do agree... Um, on the surface, I think the idea, you know, that it's bigger than you, that there has to be some kind of punishment. You can't just be slapped on yes. the wrist and the athletic department has to pay. Like, who cares? Do you think the student body cares? That the He's right about that. The, no, the student body's cares? like, hey, man, don't rush the court. We'll owe $200,000. Are you kidding me? That's the richest part of the campus. You yeah. think they give a... They don't give a rip about that. Students do not care about that. So no. maybe if you do give them citations, I think citations could work. I don't think you should round them up and imprison them. No, I don't. Yeah, space. yeah. Put, put them in. Put them in solitary confinement. It's, He's it's like, like a labor prison. And how would how would Greg Byrne feel if it's the last game of the season? <laughs> and Kentucky's at Alabama, mm-hmm. and it's for the conference. It's yep. for the regular season title. Whoever wins the game wins the regular season title. And Alabama hit beats Kentucky on a last second shot. They win by one, and his his students storm the court, which is like you could like Alabama basketball would storm the court in that situation. A thousand percent, they would. So they storm the court. They just beat Kentucky. They won the conference. They're going to be a one, two, or three seed or whatever in the NCAA tournament or whatever. And then then Greg Sankey. Knocks on Greg Burns' door and says, "Oh yeah, you, you need to forfeit that win now because yeah. your students stormed the court. Actually, you don't win the SEC now. Kentucky does. Yeah, I'm sure Greg Burns starts seeing a different as tune. an athletic what director. What a buffoon! Like, what? About, did he not run that by anyone else before just speaking that? No, he's Are trying to be the ra- biggest baddest dude in the room. And I just like that could have NCAA tournament." Um, ramifications. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So, and yeah. that's money for your program. Like, you're okay, Greg Sankey. You're, I mean, uh, Greg Bird. You're in charge of uh, Alabama football, so you're used to being on top. You're used to winning. You're used to being in the tournament. Yeah, they're not serving the field. Play- Please, yeah, Alabama football's not going to do that. It doesn't have the same implications for you that it does for everyone else, and it's just not logical and it's not fair. Could you imagine being a student athlete and some idiot storms the court and you get penalized for it? Yes. Absolutely, you had to lose the game. What planet is that? Okay, it's not. Doesn't make sense to me at all. I think there should be some form that's different than just the athletic department. Some form of punishment that's different than the athletic department paying up. But I I mean, maybe it's like citations for the people who do it. Yeah, something. Something does get a life sentence, or maybe you should, like Kitty Payne said, you beef up security. I like beef him up, baby. (laughs) James, beef it up. Beef it up. Beef Beef up Brady's baby. Yeah, beef up Brady's up that security. Man, I. I've not been to a Beef O'Brady's in 20 years. I don't think I've been since like high school. It's been a long time. Yeah. So I've been to I a can't even tell you I don't even know menu. what's in the, on the menu. <laughs> I'm sure that your, your, your regular bar fare, you know, cheeseburgers, chicken some chicken tenders, some wings, some tots. I feel like they would have good fried rolls. Fried pickles. Good what? Rolls. Like 
Like Brad? No. Uh, I don't think though. No, it's more like a it's there? more like a BW3s okay, type like place. A yeah, like a, yeah, you're thinking like Texas Roadhouse or Charlie's. Gonna, yeah, yeah, with those rolls. Oh, those Charlie's. Rolls. Oh, Charlie's. What, see, you've got the beef o Brady's o Charlie's. Ah, that's where I'm. That's getting, where the mix it's up the Irish mix up. Classic gotcha. Irish mix up. Yeah, <laughs> I like. It is like see, I don't go to any of these places. I, I'm like Applebee's. Yeah, I'm going to Jeff rolls. Ruby's. I don't know. About <laughs> you. I'm like Wendy's. Yeah, I love it. Oh, but did you see? Speaking of Wendy. Real quick, we'll, we'll read some places. Oh, yeah. But that, that, okay, so search Wendy's. Pricing? The search pricing? Yeah, search pricing. So, did you see this, James? So, Wendy's, which I like Wendy's. I I'm love, a Wendy's fan. Their spicy chicken sandwich is better than Chick-fil-A. Sue me. I'll fight you I, over it. I'm with you. I'm just saying. Wendy's has the best spicy chicken oh, sandwich. So I'm with good. you. It's delicious. Can fight, then. But you okay. disagree? I disagree. Oh, the bacon Come is on. great, too. Oh, the bacon is Fresh never frozen. Good, good, but not better than Chick-fil-A. I like the, the spicy, spicy chicken. chicken. It's good. Spicy chicken, regular chicken. You know, my mouth's watering now. Me too. Now I'm hungry. Can we call there's no canes left. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> Wendy's spicy chicken's on the level of Burger King's chicken. Get oh, stop <laughs> that, James! Now you don't do James, that. that. That's that... not true. Don't don't bring Burger King Blast in this conversation. Him. That the burger. No, 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 no. Wendy's is better than Burger King. The spicy chicken sandwich is delicious, it's and I'll king. put up there with anything. I agree in on this one. I'm sorry, guys. I've been loving that since fifth grade. But I don't think. Burger King chicken sandwiches are bad either. I just think, you know. I don't think I've ever had it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So, but the idea is surge pricing. So, they're actually going to raise their prices based upon the time of day it is. So, if it's like lunchtime, the food's going to be more expensive. And at dinner time, it's going to be more expensive. Like, okay, then fine. Everyone else is just going to go when it's not expensive. Yeah. Or they're they're not going to order from you. But I got to be honest, I wouldn't notice. Like, if I want that, I'll just order it. Like, I wouldn't notice. (laughs) To be honest, we're going to be doing it because, I mean, now I think about I can go pick up the the fast food for $11 or I can pay $99 at DoorDash and I'm DoorDashing it. Yeah, same. See, I can't can't bring myself to to, to do DoorDash. Yeah, I'm doing it. I DoorDash two things today. (laughs) Did you? My God. I I like it. I I just can't, can't envision. The, the, the prices. That's because you have to feed 900 people in yes, your family. Yes, exactly. So if There's I DoorDash, anyway. like, I don't know, uh, if I if I DoorDash canes, yeah. like, the regular price would be enough. It'd be, it'd be probably 50 bucks to feed my family. So it'd be 50 you, bucks to get me a solo meal on DoorDash. <laughs> exactly. You have like a, joking? Exactly. You have like a Dash Pass. Do you do that? Yeah, which is like $99 a year. Then you're paying that. like 4 or $5 for delivery. <laughs> That's not that bad. But I don't use it enough to that. justify $99 a year. <laughs> yeah, it comes every year. So, you know. <laughs> See, this is where, this is a blind spot for me. You you two are on the DoorDash train. I'm about single living. I'm like, I'm going to go. I'll get in the van. I'll drive five minutes down <laughs> the road. Get in that swagger wagon, I'll baby. Sit, I'll sit in the drive through. Oh, look. He's talking about Cole's Cash. Kirk Cousins. Oh, Kirk Cousins. He's got he a, you see Kirk Cole's. That's you. That's Kirk Chris has got a, got a grill, James. Did you see that? He got a gold grill. Yeah, I think he looks good. Who did? Who did? Did Paul Wall make that for him? Could have. I love Paul Wall. Remember Paul Wall made Tom Herman that grill? Yeah. When Houston made the uh, what bowl game did they make? Mm, I can't remember. I can't remember either. That's when but we all I'm thought a Tom, big Paul Wall fan. Tom, are you really? Paul. Yeah. I can't name you a Paul Wall song. Oh come on! I don't, I like he's got a lot of songs, but the song I like is not really his. He's featured on it. Still tipping. Oh, still. <laughs> Who's on? Fall the, falls. I'm tipping. Who is Wood that? Brain, I'm gripping Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Oh, Mike Jones. Oh, I, see, I, I get Paul Wall and Bubba Sparks mixed up. Come on, <laughs> they don't Jay. all look Paul like Paul's like kind of cute. Like Paul's got like a good haircut. He's really? like got that salt and pepper now. Okay, yeah. okay. Like, okay I like Bubba Sparks. All right, booty, 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 booty. Rocket everywhere. Oh, yeah, Miss New Booty. Yeah, I like that song. <laughs> that was a good one. 
you yeah, do. I like that one. <laughs> Thank you, you for that. <laughs> jam that out in the van? I used to. Yeah. Not in the van. No. And I was jamming it out when I was single. I don't I don't jam out this new booty anymore. <laughs> it's more like... Uh, I was thinking about that today. You know what my... Jamming out foreigner... Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, wait, no, that's not it, this journey. No, foreigner... I'm jamming out. Uh, uh, oh, what's the name of that song? Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, I want to know what love is. I want to know what yeah, love is. It's a great song. What Speaking of Mike Jones, me? maybe it is Mike Jones. I was thinking about today. Mike James. Mike James. No, Mike Jones. <laughs> I was like my ringtone in seventh grade. You know the song "Bad" by Mike Jones. Does anyone know that? I know here? the song "Bad" by Mike Michael Jackson. Different. Oh, Different. I don't know the Mike Jones "Bad." But anyway, do you know it? Um, Say it one more time. I was reading "Bad" text by Mike Jones. You said bad? Yeah. Yeah, I see, I'm, I'm good with hearing the song. I don't know names. Oh, man. Okay. It just would have been a funny anecdote. But oh, sorry. We'll yeah, I, the only bad I don't know. Yeah, we'll on. He's the only bad I know. All right, Texter, if you had put fries with a chicken sandwich, who has the best combo with spicy chicken? I'm going rallies. I've not, I've not had that. I don't that. think I've ever had rallies. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've had uh, yeah, Patino used to love some rallies. Did he? Patino, he had, oh, there's, oh, yeah, he had rallies commercials. Well, the joke is he did rallies commercials, he but never ate rallies. there. There's no <laughs> way. Patino, he never had a bite. He never had a big Buford in his life. No. He, yeah, there's no way. He don't get a grease stain on that white suit. Exactly. No, he's that. not eating big Bufords. Uh, Texture, my son's listening right now. He said, probably not to say you're going to start smoking some pipe. <laughs> What? <laughs> this is from the, I was talking about smoking a pipe last week. Oh. <laughs> texture. Paul Wall, People's Champ album. Still People's bangs, Champ! Track 10. Uh, texture. Bubba Sparks was here Sunday shooting new music video no! with Dusty Lee. Use some of my friend's trucks. Who's Dusty really? Lee? Shout Who's out that? Dusty Lee. Who, Who is, is Dusty Lee? Uh, you know, don't get me lying, but I, th- I think he's a local artist. Oh, okay. okay. Well, there you go. Bubba Sparks that is in town. That was a safe explanation. Well, I mean, James. I don't want to say he's local if he's from New York, but I know him oh, from no. here. So. Okay, you know who he is. <laughs> I never okay. heard of him. Uh Texter, Texter, what the hell happened? Is this the V show? No, I look. I, I'm telling. I'm telling you, we talk. We doing. We done nothing but sports today. Yeah, we just veered off just a little bit. Sorry, sports and Mike Jones. Yeah, Sue sorry us. about that. Beefs. Oh, Brady's in the knobs is good. You want to hear this Paul yeah. Rogers question real quick? Yeah, well, I, I do want to hear this Paul Rogers question. Go ahead. Certainly your team many times, not necessarily to win games, but has come from far down to, to make it a game yeah. in the end. And so I think that that part of the fight is there. But then yes. uh, getting over the hump and getting that final one is, I guess, the next challenge. That's the next challenge. That's the next step for us. Oh, Paul Rogers, not Paul Wall. <laughs> Paul Same family. He, he, he set Kenny up on that. <laughs> Ouch! You're not winning you know those games, but you know, you're it's coming not even from, an intentional low blow. You're coming from behind. I mean, that's you're fighting back. <laughs> yeah, but you're you know you're not even winning. <laughs> but you're giving up a good effort. That's the next that's step. The next step. <laughs> <laughs> not even an intentional insult. Storm the court, get tased in the face, just like the movie The Hangover. <laughs> Texture, two UK homers hating on Duke. This seems so out of character. I am shocked. Duke should either cancel the series with Wake or only play Wake on a neutral court from here on out. Maybe that's what they should do. But they can't, Texture, because that's their conference foe. They can't. Eat it. Texture, I don't care if it's Tuesday. Hurry up and get to Weird Wednesday. It's tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. 
Um, we'll talk about Indiana. Uh, UofL football discussion. They actually may have some big-time expectations for next summer. And then who's the most disappointing uh, team of the season? We'll get to that and more. Don't forget Jack Grossman, 5 o'clock. BJ Heating and Cooling. It's going to storm tonight. It's a cold front coming in. I'm not looking forward to it, but it's back. The winter weather's back, at least for a few more days. Going to get into the 40s, the 30s, and the 20s at night. So make sure that, that that furnace unit is going and going strong. Call who I trust here at ESPN Louisville. If it's not, that's BJ Heating and Cooley. They're locally authorized factory Bryant dealer. They teamed up with Bryant Douglas Equipment, and they'll do whatever it takes to make those rooms enjoyable. Again, those Bryant mini splits are quiet, efficient, and avoid the installation of bulky ductwork. They can control a room that gets too hot, gets too cold, and you really can't control it with your, your conventional system. Go ahead and call today to schedule your free estimate. They'll even give you a free second opinion. BJ Heating and Cooling are locally and family-owned, celebrating 40 years of service in Kentuckyana. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling, bjheatcool.com. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Bring it back to me. Hit the players club for about a month or two. Put a tad on it, then see what it's about. Welcome back to the round table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. There's Bubba Sparks. Y'all should have heard Anna doing her best uh karaoke. Get it right, get it tight. There you go. A little bubble Bubba Sparks on a Tuesday. Anna Trulo, James Black, James Strebel. It's the round table, 437-9680 UPS Jobs text line. Uh, again, full play-by-play this week. We've got a lot going on tonight. Indiana versus Wisconsin. And boy, the Hoosiers are in a rough, rough spot. Tomorrow they'll have Louisville basketball at Duke at 5.30 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Bellarmine basketball at Lipscomb at 7.45 p.m. on ESPN 680. 105.7. So there you go. Plenty to listen to tonight. And uh, yeah, fun times there. Texture says, uh, bad is the yin-yang twins with Paul Wall. Okay, that's what it is, yeah. Yin-yang twins. Yeah, that's what I was thinking was yin-yang twins, yeah. Texter, who doesn't? Nope, not reading that. Mm, uh, Texter, Anna seems like a Panera bread girl. Rig, a Penn Station guy. I like Penn Station. I really like their How, fries. They have great fries. Yeah, their fries are the best. Yeah. I do like them. I like Penn Station too, but Panera bread, ugh. I like that Panera yeah. murderous lemonade. What is that? That they're, You haven't heard about this? They're no. like extra charged lemonade. It's killed like three people. Like really? People have died wow. drinking this. Is it like worse than a Monster Energy drink? Oh my god, a million times. Really? See, guys, like so much. Like people have died drinking this. I like drank one and I fell asleep. You guys, what's wrong with me? What? Is it just a regular lemonade? No, 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 no. Supercharged it has so lemonade. much caffeine in it. It has like enormous amount. Like there's lawsuits. Like three people really? have died after drinking. I'm not drinking that. I'm like one cheeseburger away from a heart attack. So I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> 
I drink like a, I drink like a not regular person. I drink like an extra large one, and I fell asleep. I was like, I think something's wrong. I think something happened Genetically, to me. something's not right here. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask Jack Grossman about this because, you know, he's, he's the IU guy. But, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if you two have seen this these conversations, but... Indiana's lost eight out of their last ten games. They they're on a four game losing streak. They played to they played tonight. Uh, we we're gonna have it on the air at six forty five. They play Wisconsin at home, and like the IU fan base has gone from like Mike Woodson. We love. Oh, I've had all these trolleys flies. I'm sorry, sorry. They, 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 all these trolleys is really good. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, they've gone from like Mike Woodson. We love him. He's an IU guy. He was here with Coach Knight. Da 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 da. Yada yada yada. We made the tournament two years in a row. To like, they want him fired. Like, they want him fired. And not only that, they're making this weird push for Bruce Pearl to come to Indiana. Which I mean, he would do great there. I think Bruce Pearl would kill it in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it just it 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 it. it it happens so fast mm-hmm. to where, I mean, I don't know. For instance, Anna, so Rick Bozich, and I hate picking on Rick because I like Rick, but he, you know, he's been so in the corner of Kenny Payne and willing to write these articles that are controversial and make Louisville fans angry. But he wrote an article about about Mike Woodson in Indiana, and he's basically like, yeah, I mean, basically saying like, are you? Might need to move on from Woodson. And isn't it a similar situation, but one is performing better? Well, I mean, it's, I mean Mike Woodson, his first two seasons at Indiana, went to the tournament. And yeah. this is after three straight years of, of Archie Miller not making it to the tournament and just being absolutely terrible. And I'm not trying to, to take up for Mike Woodson and say he's, he's doing a great job, this, that, and the other. But I mean, they are they are bad this year. They are horrific. But, you know, I talk to Zach Osterman every week, and one of the things he says about IU is, like, there were signs that this season could have been the way it was because of the construction on the team. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, that's on the coach, for sure. But it's just weird to me <laughs> how, how they've gone from zero to fire Mike Woodson within the blink of an eye. Well, especially just comparatively, it's so rare that you have such a, like, a symmetrical thing happening at Louisville and Indiana. You have former players, you know, NBA guys coming back. Um you know, and one has done exceptionally way better than the other. That would yeah. be Mike Woodson. Yes, he has. Yes, versus uh, Kenny, Kenny Payne. Payne. Yeah, he has so done much just, better. What is the criteria we're basing this on? That the same, you know, media people are saying one should be done and one should be given some more time to figure it out. Yeah, that it, just it doesn't make weird. any sense to me. Yeah, because you have these, you know, soliloquies by Jay Williams and, and other media personalities when Lobel's playing like, "Hey, hey." Back off. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. Give him time. It's not his fault. And look, I get it. They they walked into two completely different situations. Louisville was in shambles. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're not that different. I mean, Archie Miller was a disaster. He was. Ter- I mean, he was terrible. But I that's mean, the thing that gets me about Kenny Payne. People are like, "Do you see what he inherited?" But he's brought it lower than what he even inherited. Right. Right, it's which, worse than what he inherited. Which Mike Woodson hasn't done. No. I, I mean, it's it's better under him. Recruiting than, has been better. Yes, postseason has been better. All of it has been better. Everything's been better. Right? The season's been better. Again, this year, notwithstanding, and I'm going to ask Jack about this, this year, notwithstanding, but it's just it's like, I, 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 I don't get it. Like, I understand being upset, but 
uh, he's done better there than a lot of people, uh, you know, not could have imagined. But, you know, he's done better than he gets credit for. I guess that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Now, there's also uh, I got this from Jeff Lightsey's Twitter account here, and it says the following. Okay, so Louisville football, they're starting to pick up a lot of national, you know, recognition mm-hmm. and expectations so this comes from heather dinich of espn and and jeff lightsey writes this heather dinich of espn wrote about how every team in the top 25 can make the college football playoff here's what she had to say about jeff brom and louisville okay so their preseason top 25 or 21 uh and it says uh how to impress the committee go three and zero on the road against notre dame clemson and kentucky and hope they're all still ranked on selection day beating notre dame wasn't enough last year to compensate for losses to pitt and kentucky and it won't be to get won't be again what will be a lot for the college football playoff if it wins the acc regardless of of how it fares against Notre Dame and Trivial Kentucky and rival, sorry, not trivial, rival. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, I was like, damn, Heather did it. Right. Yeah, well, a bit. Rival Kentucky, <laughs> but the Cardinals could make a case for an at large bid because of their schedule strength. The committee has an appreciation for road wins, especially against those opponents in a rival like Kentucky. Miami also has a way too early top 25 opponent. If those teams are ranked on selection day and Louisville loses a close game in the ACC championship, especially if it's to a Clemson team and defeated during the regular season, the Cardinals could have a case for a playoff berth. Okay. okay? So this is, this is my question. What is the what is the off season talk going to be the closer we get to summer mm-hmm. when it comes to this Louisville football team locally with the big debut of Brom and you know the the the, the late season collapse take that out of the other picture. The joy, the exuberance, the the feeling that Louisville football once again is a part of a conversation. All of that going into now there's a 12-team expanded playoff. The ACC is still the ACC. How are Louisville fans going to react the closer it gets to football season? Man, I mean, just looking at last season, Brom's first year, I feel like expectations were sky high. Yeah. Um now, year two, even... And they're, and they're preseason top 25 this year. They weren't last year. No. And even just looking at their success a season ago, last season, I feel like maybe doesn't even serve them well in terms of expectations for this season. That mm. just makes stakes so much higher. Yeah. You were ACC championship game. I yeah. mean, it's if you don't have that, you're under fire. Jeff Rom. I mean, like you're you're under pressure. It's that would be a five alarm fire. I feel like for this fan base, just because going into the first season, expectations were so high. Yeah, I just can't imagine now with playoffs. You know, since it is expanded and such a viable thing on the table. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like pressure is going to be at an all time high. I don't see I, that I, letting up at all. I think a lot of the fan. We always do this. 
Mm-hmm. This is the old old cliche. You know, the closer to the season you get, you start adding wins. Like if if you and I are sitting here, we both expect Kentucky to go seven and five. <laughs> then the closer to the season, it's like, well, you know, I can maybe see a path to eight wins. Well, maybe maybe they can get to nine wins if they do this. <laughs> and then you start hearing about you know camp. Yeah. Oh, uh, Vandergriff is this. Vandergriff is that. Dane Key looks so much better. Oh my gosh, Devin Leary, Devin Leary, Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Oh, you hear all that stuff. You're like, well, maybe you add another win. You keep add, adding wins. And Texas Trivial Kentucky rolls off the tongue. Thank you. Uh, then you say start adding wins. I, I think that I think by the time we get to early right, mid July, I think Louisville football fans will have them in the playoff. Well, last year people were predicting them to be twelve and zero. Yeah, after the first few games. Yeah, after they beat after they started the season, they were four and zero. And it was like, there's a real chance they could be 12 and 0 here. I mean, I mean, Even Brett McMurphy thought that they would win out conference wise and, yeah. and, and everything. Going into Jeff Brom year one. Yeah, exactly. Year, yeah, year one. I, I just, I really do think that, that they, I don't know if it'll be the expectation, but it'll be the conversation. I, I think that no, Jeff Brom year mind. two is going to be, and look, the season's more, it's going to be more difficult next year. Mm-hmm. It, it just is. You don't avoid Clemson this year, even though, again, Clemson, I get it. Clemson's not Clemson from seven, eight years ago. It's mm-hmm. a little different now, but it's still Clemson. It's still one of the tougher teams in your conference. I, I just, I, 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 I have a feeling that Louisville fans are going to set themselves up for a disappointment, and it's not going to be Jeff Brom's fault. <laughs> like, it's not going to be – like, they're going to lose. They had to go to Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And all they laugh at Kentucky, but they've won five years in a row. They had to go to Kentucky. Like, these aren't easy games to win. I thought this last season. Well, I, what? About what? For Louisville. <laughs> Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, you did. No, you did. I got proved real wrong, so I'm well, going to bite my tongue but, on this But, one. yeah, sure. But in, but in the end, but in the end, I mean, you were kind of right. I, yeah, I, I was closer to right than it seemed mid-season. Yes, yes. And, the way they I mean, ended the season does of, matter. Like, I think people maybe misconstrue why, why I said that. I didn't say that out of hate or, like, will for them to be bad. I just thought... Realistically, you have a first year head coach. You know, I, sure. I don't know it's not his first time being a head coach, but at Louisville, it's his first year as the head coach there. It just, you know, everything. And I know they had an easier schedule, and, um, you know, they did have some big wins, Notre Dame um, included, but uh, I don't know. I just thought with all factors on the table, you know, I, it wasn't ill will that I thought that they would be how they were. But I just wonder if they're setting themselves up for if they win nine or 10 games that it's a disappointment. Absolutely. That it's it, that it's 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 they were in the ACC a, championship yeah, game this year, right? Not a failure of a season, but it's a disappointment. It like would if be they a failure it, if you don't go back and win it. Yeah, you well, think the yeah. fan base is going to be okay if you do anything less than going back to the ACC it's championship game? It's a game tough and spot it? to be. It's a tough spot to be in. It's it, it really is a lot of pressure. It, we're gonna have we're gonna have months to months to discuss about this more about this but it is it's it's going to be a tough spot for jeff brom right now he's the king of the city and he's out mm-hmm. there eating uh uh at the saint bernard's fish yeah. fry oh, and, that. oh you, you see that yeah, yeah. yeah. he's going to mike lennings i mean he, he's making his rounds you know all over the place and it's, it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting like i feel like kentucky football fans are not bracing for the worst but i think our expectations are 
six six seven and five. Completely like, I think tempered. I think that they're very very tempered. I'm never where, buying in again. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you say that. And that you I'm know done. how happy that made me. I'm done. That made that made me I'm so done. good. Not not because it's like I'm right, you're wrong. Right. Just the reality of Kentucky football has now set in. Well, I think it's like a Liam Cohen thing with me. I don't know what it was. I he think destroyed I just you. Got tricked by that first year with him. Yeah. I just saw something I had never seen with the program. Like you see what I mean by that. Like I. Oh, yeah. I had never seen. What did you think about him? Did he, did he block you on Twitter? Oh, heck no. Okay. I'm, I'm friends with his I know, aunt, I know his you wife. are. Yeah, I, I, know yeah. you, I, I know you are, but I, he did go back and block a lot of Kentucky did media. He? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was calling He was calling people on the phone. What? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, he's gone now. I can talk about it. I don't care. Yeah. He was, call, he was calling media members. So the, the media day- Media members on the phone? Yes. Oh yeah. See, I was texting his wife. I was like, "Ha ha, take me to Tampa with you. Love you." No, no. He <laughs> so when the when, when the story broke that Thursday that he was interviewing with the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. he was calling media members and telling them not to talk about it and saying, "Take that off your website or don't talk about that on the radio or this that and the other." And they're like, "It's on NFL.com. Yeah. It's on ESPN.com. It's we're on not, an aggregate. Yeah, we're, we're not we're not making this up. We're not pushing a narrative you, you're taking you're taking you're doing this interview like he 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 really like I'm my, so my opinion about him has changed completely 180 like yeah. just professionally he just seemed cool calm collected yeah um and it's like they didn't force him to take those interviews he took those interviews yeah it's like he just got like shook or rocked or like he just see he seems so different coming in than how he left in terms of media relations yeah. in terms of Everything, yeah, uh, just uptight more. Um, yeah, no, that, yeah. that, that it, wow. No, I saw a little and bit, and then he went on a blocking spree and brought a blocked a bunch of them on Twitter for no reason. Like, they weren't going at him, really? they weren't, oh, yeah, they weren't, they weren't tweeting. I mean, this was this was late last week. This happened, really. I mean, he's been gone for weeks now, and he just randomly just started going on Twitter, just blocking people. Do I judge him? No. <laughs> but you would say well, that. I, to me, it's like, why? Yeah. Like, you're gone. Like, and also, how often are you on Twitter? If I were a coach, oh, I wouldn't even have that on my phone. Right. I would oh, never oh, look oh, at absolutely that. Absolutely not. I mean, you That'd think, be a cesspool of people think, who don't know what they're talking about, including me. Do you think Jeff Brom and Mark Stoops and John Calipari or Kenny, well, does Kenny well, Payne well, have Twitter? Yeah, he doesn't. I'm kidding. Cal's looking Calipari, at, okay, Calipari's Mark looking Sto- at Twitter. Yeah. I don't well, know if Stoops is or not. Oh, but he has people that are. Well, that's true. He has are people that are. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, no. In this house right now, are you're, you joking me? You're right. No, you're right. He's got people looking. He's got people reading and watching. You're right. You are right. I would I know, say. I know stories. Big offender. I forgot. I forgot. Oh, I forgot what happened. That's you're, Kentucky yep. football yeah. more so than Kentucky basketball yep. for sure. You're right. I was. I'm. I'm dead wrong. You're right. I. I. I've been the need to answer Trulo. Personally called out. <laughs> yes. That's what. Yeah. I didn't want to say that on there. But yeah. Personally contacted about the tweet from six months ago. Yeah. When they lost to ooh, South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. 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 I'm like. Mm. You're like okay. Like that. Thanks. But no. I. 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 I it, it's going to be fascinating. But yeah. I'm. I'm very interested in. In what's going to happen. All right. Here we go. Let's read some text here before we get out of here. Uh, not out of here, but get Jack Girls on the phone. <laughs> text here, if Louisville wins 10 games, it is not a disappointment. I think that's the way people should think. I'm not I agree say- with that. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that it. you should think that, uh, that that 10 wins a disappointment. I just, I'm, I'm curious to how the fan base is going to react because it's such a big 
you know, second year for him. Expectations are high. Uh, Texture, I know of one guaranteed win on the schedule. The last regular season game against a mid-team, a mid-coach, and a mid-fan base. Reality sitting in rig. Uh, sounding sad, big fellow. We have expectations on this side. You said the same thing talks about last year. It's not been a guaranteed win for five straight seasons. Five! When's the last time Louisville won five games in a row? I can't even remember. Comma didn't exist, baby. This Texture says 12 wins. Okay, see, that's that's kind of what I'm talking about. Uh, Texture, and Anna had them uh, six and six last year, so pipe down. Uh, Texture, what the talk will be and what it should be are two different things. UofL fans will expect a playoff berth. Realistically, they should should be challenging for a spot in the ACC championship. Schedule is much different than last season. Agree. Uh, Texture, Trivial, Kentucky, rolled off the tongue. I like it. Texture, all that preseason love and expectations and can't beat lowly Kentucky must be nice to play in that Mickey Mouse conference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Mouse that. Mickey, the Mickey Mouse conference. Like yeah. That. I do like that. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead. We'll take a break here because I know Jack Grossman likes to talk some, so we'll get him on uh, here and get him, get him on. It is it is um, you know his his. Uh, that was not funny either. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, ca, 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 Mickey, yeah, Mickey Mouse conference day. All right, let's take a break. Five hundred two hip, eight one two hip, five hundred two hip. The Douglas Hills location. Uh, check them out. Eight one two hip in Indiana, over by me, off of Lucy Clark Parkway in Clarksville, Indiana, right by the Kroger and the Court Physical Therapy. They've got everything you need. Just ask them. You, you have trouble sleeping. You have trouble uh, keeping focus. You have some joint pain, uh, some aches, things like that. They've got something CBD related for all that. Don't forget those Delta Eight and Delta Nine products. They're safe. They're legal, they're organic, and they're there to help you calm down and just mellow out and have a good evening. And then, like I said, put put you to sleep. That's what these CBD products do for you. Get a good night's sleep, sleep straight through the night. Go to 502hip.com or 812hip.com.